All right, let's continue with the Andrews Sisters Part 6. There's one more part to go right after this one. That'll be next month. But now back to Perry Huntoon and John and myself and Walden Hughes. Part 6 from the Andrews Sisters back on Yesterday USA, November 14, 2021. Because we're now into the 1950s. You know, we've, we've taken the Andrews Sisters from the late 30s all the way through the 40s where uh, their popularity just didn't seem to wane in the least. But now, uh, now it's a new decade. We're getting a, a new crowd of people listening to music, teenagers uh, that didn't grow up with the Andrews Sisters, and the music world has changed. So what we're going to see is uh, their, their popularity has slipped a bit, and uh, some personal problems arrive, arise that affects uh, their singing career. But nevertheless, we are still treated to some fine recordings, as we're going to find out in this final segment before the girls break up their act temporarily in late 1953 and, and the uh, career with Decca. So let's start. In January of 1950, January 18th, after a session with Carmen Miranda in earlier January, the sister returned to the studios that month to record two oldies. A new version of the 1942 Harry Warren Mac Gordon hit, There Will Never Be Another You, and an old Victor Young Ned Washington tune that had been a minor hit for Bing Crosby with the Mills Brothers back in 1932. And this side charted for them and helped confirm their proficiency with ballads. The tune is, Can't We Talk It Over? We were so in love the day love started. Who would think that we would soon be parted?
of nights that we've known. Can't we talk it over before it's over? Before you whisper goodbye forever, let's talk it over and over. The Andrew Sisters were backed up by Gordon Jenkins, his orchestra, and chorus. Well, following several more recording sessions over the next two months, including a gospel session with Victor Young for Decca's Faith Labels, Faith Series label, and two sessions with Bing Crosby, the girls were reunited with Gordon Jenkins for another smash hit. Again, in the ballad style, this one, uh, was actually released a bit earlier than Can't We Talk It Over, and it hit the charts in May, staying 21 weeks and reaching the number one spot. It's a Johnny Green, Billy Rose tune that was covered by several other artists at the time, most notably Billy Eckstein. But here's the number one version, and this one brings Patty to the forefront. I Want to Be Loved. inspiration I want to be loved starting tonight instead of merely holding conversation hold me tight I want to be kissed until I I want to be kissed starting tonight Embrace until our heartbeats intermingle I feel like acting my age I'm past the stage of merely turtle doving I'm in no mood to resist And I insist the world owes me a lot To desperation I want to be thrilled Starting tonight With every kind of wonderful sensation I want to be loved I feel like acting my I'm past the stage of merely turtle-doving I'm in no mood to resist And I insist The world owes me a 
inspiration I wanna be thrilled starting tonight With every kind of wonderful sensation gave them a cover feature in Billboard, the Entertainment Weekly. It was their seventh and final cover for that periodical. With Jolie, they reached way back to 1922 to revive the classic Way Down Yonder in New Orleans. Interestingly enough, three years later, Joe Stafford and Frankie Lane had a hit with that song, as we heard a few months ago on our tribute to Joe. But here, with quite a different rendition, or Al Jolson with the Three Sisters, backed up by Vic Shane and his orchestra, way down yonder in New Orleans. Way down yonder in New Orleans, in the land of the dreamy scene, there's a garden of Eden, that's what I mean. Oh, three old babies with flashing eyes, softly whisper with tender sighs, stop. Oh, won't you give your lady fair a little smile? Stop. You bet your life you linger there a little while. There is heaven right here on earth with those beautiful queens way down yonder in New Orleans. Way down yonder in New Orleans, way down in the land of dreamy scenes, there's a garden of Eden. You know that's what I mean. Three old babies with flashing eyes, softly whisper with tender sighs. Stop it. I want you give your lady fair a little smile. Stop it. You bet your life you'll linger there a little while. They got angels right here on earth. They're wearing little blue jeans. Way down yonder in New You bet your life you'll linger there a little while. There is heaven right here on earth, and with those beautiful queens. Way down yonder in New Orleans. Way down in New Orleans, in the land of dreamy scenes. There's a garden of Eden, that's what I mean. Rio, babies with fashion eyes, softly whisper with tender sighs. Oh, stop. Oh, won't you give your lady fair a little smile? I said, stop. You bet your life you linger there a little while. There is heaven right here on earth with those beautiful queens way down yonder in New Orleans. Al Jolson paired up with the sisters, and he sounded very good there. And that was recorded just about six months before he passed away in October of 1950. A very nice uh, session, I think. Well, we skip ahead to August, and the girls recorded with Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians. 
It was a good session. They reached way back for a 1936 number one hit by Benny Goodman. It featured Helen Ward, The Glory of Love. The tune was songwriter Billy Hill's biggest hit, although he is primarily known as a songwriter of Western tunes like The Last Roundup and Empty Saddles. This song has subsequently been, it's become quite a standard, uh, being recorded by many stars like Peggy Lee, K-Star, Rosemary Clooney, and even Paul McCartney. But here we have the Andrew Sisters, Guy Lombardo, The Glory of Love. You got to give a little, take a little, and let your poor heart break a little. That's the story of, that's the glory of love. You've got to laugh a little, cry a little, before the clouds roll by a little. That's the story of, that's the glory of love. As long as there's the two of us, We've got the world and all its charms And when the world is through with us We've got each other's arms You've got to win a little, lose a little And always have the blues a little That's the story of, that's the glory of love backing up the Andrew Sisters, the glory of love. Well, the sisters were in the deck of studios four times in September, including sessions with Bing Crosby and with Danny Kay. One session, again with Vic Schoen backing them, resulted in another tune that hit the charts for four weeks. It was a Frank Lesser tune from the musical Guys and Dolls. Harry Como and Betty Hutton had the bigger hit on that song, but the sisters' version is also quite good. And well worth listening to again, a bushel and a peck. Around the neck and a barrel and a heap 
barrel and the heap And I'm talking in my sleep about you About you, about you My mind is leaping, having trouble sleeping Cause I love you, I do I push your land, I pet you, bet you, bet your pretty neck that I do A bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and oh, you make my heart a wreck, make my heart a wreck, and you make my life a mess, make my life a mess, yes, a mess of happiness. How about About you, about you, although you grieve me, I never, never leave me, I love you. A bushel and a peck, you bet your pretty neck that I do.
penny a kiss, a penny a hug. Ooh, how rich we're gonna be.
testimonies do. We ought to help him out because it could be me or you. So when they pass around the basket, pass around the basket. When they pass around the basket, please don't pass it up. Tommy Dorsey to the very end on just a little bit of touch of trombone there, past the basket. Well, as we move to March of 1951, we come to the end of an era. On March 19th, the sisters had their last Decca recording session with Dick Shane. It's impossible, really, to understate the importance of Vic to their career, and his disappearance from the scene was really traumatic to them. There's no need to go into a lot of detail about it, but there are a lot of personality conflicts. Uh, Lou Levy, the manager, became an enemy of Vic's for one reason or another. Walter Welsler, Vic's pianist, who'd married Patty, he had ambitions to be the sister's manager and creator. And it became, in Vic's words, a, quote, house of hostility. So Vic left to become the musical director of the Dinah Shore Show. So here is their last deck of recording together. Gotta to find somebody to love. Gotta find somebody, somebody to love. Gotta find somebody, somebody to love. Gotta find somebody who's trying to find somebody wanting to love. Love, 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 love is everywhere but hard to find. Oh, love, 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 love is often so near but so blind. Gotta find somebody who's willing to be. Gotta find somebody who's willing to be. Gotta find somebody who's willing to be only in love with me. Oh, love, 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 love is everywhere but hard to find. Oh, my love, oh, my love, 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 love is often so near but so blind. Thank you. 
maybe you're the somebody waiting for me Maybe I'm the somebody waiting for you Maybe if we look at each other we'll see I'm for you and you're for me Oh, love, 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 love Is everywhere but hard to find Oh, my love, oh, my love, 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 love Is often so near but so blind how to find somebody to love and what the sisters had to do now is find somebody to record with with the chain out of the picture and a surprising change of pace came the very next month in april at the end of april the girls traveled to Nashville. <clears throat> Never recorded in Nashville before, and of course, why would they? Because what is that? Country uh, Music USA. And who'd they record with? Red Foley. They were hoping to duplicate the success they'd had early, early, earlier with Ernie Tubbs. They even recorded some gospel songs that received a good deal of play on the country and western stations around the country. And Patty even did some solo sides with Red. But here from those recording sessions is a cute tune for the sisters, Satin and Lace. Satins and Lace for my darling. Satins and Lace for her to wear. Satins and Lace for my darling. For my sweetheart with the gold. gal in my hometown as sweet as she could be I told her that I loved her and she said she'd marry me so I started saving up and when folks asked me why I told them I was saving till I had enough to buy satin and lace for my darling satin and lace for her to wear satin and lace Sweetheart 
think that pairing worked out pretty well. I rather I like that country music from that vintage. People like Red Foley and, and with the Andrews Sisters, uh, I think it was a pretty good session. I don't really know how well they sold in the pop market, though. But uh, as I said before, the song, uh, the gospel stuff, went very well in the country and western field. Well, things were uh, starting to fall apart a little bit by the sisters. Uh, Patty had wanted to really do a more solo work. Uh, I think she was tired of the routine. And that year, 1951, she recorded nine solo tunes for Decca, mostly love ballads that really would not have fit the sister's style. But two such numbers recorded by Patty in May, May 26th, uh, by the way, with Gordon Jenkins, I'm in love again, it never entered my mind. They were issued in error as by the Andrews sisters, and the labels were never corrected by Decca. The 78 said Andrews sisters, the 45 said Andrews sisters, but it's strictly Patty. The other two weren't on them. Well, moving into June, they get paired up with Guy Lombardo again. And this time, Guy's vocalist Kenny Gardner joins them on a tune by Don Ray and Ben Oakland. And the only other recording of this song I've ever heard is by Tex Penneke. But I think the sisters and Kenny have a really good time with dimples and cherry cheeks. Dimples and cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, pretty dimples and cherry cheeks, sweet I rode one day to Santa Fe to have a look around the place. There my eye was captured by the sweetest angel face. With dimples and cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, many dimples and cherry cheeks, sweet enough to eat. I won't forget the day we met, his smile was like a tender kiss. I've had eyes for lots of guys, but none as sweet as this. With dimples and cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, pretty dimples and cherry cheeks, sweet enough to eat. I should have gone before the dawn, but couldn't leave that gal behind. If I'd gone from that day on, all I'd have on my mind was dimples and cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, pretty dimples and cherry cheeks, sweet enough to eat. So on your way to Santa Fe, come in if you have time to spare. You will see a pair or three cute little faces there. With dimples and cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, cherry cheeks, pretty dimples and cherry cheeks, sweet enough to eat. Well, there you have 
Guy Lombardo in a Dixie mode and uh, handled it pretty well. In fact, I remember some years later, a guy made an album, a full album of uh, Dixie-type music. Um, good pairing again there. But we're going to swing from Guy Lombardo to Benny Goodman now. And not that the girls recorded with Benny, but they recorded a pair of tunes that were very closely associated with Benny. And this is early in 1952, February 11th to be exact. They're backed up by Skip Martin's orchestra. And the two tunes uh, that they recorded ended up being featured in the 1956 Universal film, The Benny Goodman Story. One was Sing, Sing, Sing. And the other, which we'll play now, was also the opening uh, tune for Benny Goodman's 1938 concert. It is Don't Be That Way. You feel that way The rain Will bring the violets of May Tears are in vain So honey, please don't be that way interest uh, 
in the era, and it kind of revived Benny's career, and people capitalized on it. And I think this was a very nice rendition of Don't Be That Way. Well, to change the pace totally, the sisters had appeared at the McKinley Auditorium in Honolulu, Hawaii, the great uh, popularity. And five months later, Decker released an album recorded with Alfred Apaka, a well-known Hawaiian singer, backed by Danny Stewart and the Islanders. As the liner notes stated, quote, there is nothing, and we mean nothing, that the Andrew sisters cannot do. They are at home in any type of popular song, in every beat, and seemingly in every language. So here they are with Alfred Apaka, Danny Stewart and the Islanders, a cockeyed mayor of Kotakakei. He wore a malo and a coconut hat. One was for this and the other for that. All the people shouted as he went by. He was a cockeyed mayor of Kanakakai. He was just a lazy Malahini Howley boy. All the girls were crazy to share his fishing poi. He wore a lay and he wore a smile. He drank a gallon of oak to make life worthwhile. Then he made them laugh till he made them cry. He was a cockeyed mayor of Kanakakai. The horse he rode was skinny, a broken down old female. So he placed a green fawnini right under the horse's tail. Oh, he made her buck and he made her fly. All over the island of Molokai You could hear the Connies and Wahinis cheer As they gave him a lay of Kikanyas Now you've heard my story About the mayor of Kanakakai All his fame and glory On the island of Molokai Oh, he wore a malo and a coconut hat One was for this and the other for that All the people shouted as he went by He was the cockeyed mayor of Kanakakai Whenever anybody goes from the island He's there to say fairly well He says aloha, ho, ha, ho, ha, ho He's always sorry to see them go Shouted as he went by He was the cockeyed mayor of Conococci He was just a lazy Malahini Malahini howley boy But even so all the girls were crazy To share his fishing for They say that he treats them well And what everybody knows He throws them a kiss and then he throws them a rose He signs his pictures for them one and all And he gives them the keys to see Hitty Hall If 
I didn't uh, see the label, I would swear that that was Vic Shane uh, conducting that orchestra. It sounded just exactly like uh, all the things he was doing with them in the 40s. And yet, it's Danny Stewart and the Islanders. It didn't sound very Hawaiian in that respect. But an interesting tune. Well, in July, they recorded one of my personal favorites, a record I bought at the time, or maybe a year later, and uh, one that my mother fell in love with, and for her great displeasure, I somehow traded that to a friend of mine for something else. Boy, she was not that happy at that at all. <clears throat> but this takes us back to the early 40s and the boogie-woogie craze. Based on the Habanera from Carmen, here is George Kate's creation of Carmen's Boogie. <laughs> It's too highbrow, but there's one number I can dig right now. Just like shifting without a clutch, I ride the boogie with the Carmen touch. You ain't living if you have missed the long-haired music with the crew-cut twist. Don't love often and don't love much, but love that boogie with the Carmen touch. It rips up floors, it knocks down walls, and it's the reason that Niagara Falls. It even made Gibraltar rock. It ain't a thing a mockingbird can mock. The day it hit in old Bombay, a Hindu couldn't charm a snake away. They say in French, in Greek and Dutch, the boogie was a boogie till it got the common touch. What brings saucers around from Mars? So why do Mason leave their Mason jars? What makes babies cry out so much? They want their boogie with the Carmen touch. I can't reveal the way I feel. I love so much the Carmen Uh, several years of their uh, DECA career. Uh, that was 
Nelson Riddle backing them up on that recording. I think the only time that they were paired together. Well, a recording session in September, backed by an orchestra directed by Matty Madlock, closed out another era for the sisters. It marked the final recording session with Bing Crosby. And boy, did they go out with a bang. Uh, they had had tremendous success over the years, starting in 1939 and right through the 40s. Several million sellers, big hits. And in this case, they took the classic Bob Haggard, Ray Baduke tune, South Rampart Street Parade, which is a big instrumental hit for the Bob Crosby band in the late 30s. They had lyrics added by Steve Allen, and this proved to be a big winner. As Steve himself said, hearing the song performed by Crosby and a trio was the biggest thrill of my songwriting career. Another writer called the performance a joyride for the years. So here we are, Bing and the Andrews Sisters, South Rampart Street Parade. The neat little rhythm of the happy dancing feet Well now look there, the people are running And right now, they're gonna have a lot of fun Make way, cause everybody's coming And you'll see a big parade Hey boy, you're really gonna celebrate Hear that, listen to the clarinet Your feet are really gonna palpitate When you are marching around Marching around, wonderful sound I hear the rat-a-tat I love to hear the way the little drummer does that. Oh, what a glorious day, out of my way. Make room and give me some air, I got a lot of rhythm to spare. We all swing high, swing low, everybody rockin' to and fro. It ain't fast or it's slow, but oh,
great finale for uh, Crosby and the Andrews sisters. Uh, for some reason, though, that one never hit the charts. But uh, I think it's a wonderful recording. Well, the decade years ended for the trio the following year, 1953. Music world was changing. A lot of new stars like Eddie Fisher, Pat Boone, Patty Page, vocal groups, the Four Aces, the Ames Brothers, the McGuire Sisters. And Patty was tired of uh, being one-third of a group. She wanted to move on as a single, and the trio wasn't hitting the charts at this time. So they broke up after a final recording session in November. And here is the final deck of recording with an orchestra directed by Sonny Burke. The tune is There's a Rainbow in the Valley. There's a rainbow.
we'll find the sisters reunited again, and they'll stay together from 1956 through uh, 1967, another 11 or so years. They'll make one more worthwhile show for us. <laughs> I just thought the thinking period, I think a hidden ingredient to the success was you could hear the personality in their singing. I think that was a... Compared to the other sister group, you, you could hear the joy or whatever. There's some spark that they had that other sister group, I don't think, quite had. I think you're right about that, because I've listened to a lot of sister groups, and uh, none of them compare, in my mind, with uh, the way the Andrew sisters uh, put it together. Yeah, I agree with you. But, uh, when I came of age musically, the McGuire sisters were the big uh, vocal uh, sister group. Uh, yeah. They were good, but I didn't uh, warm up to them nearly as much. No, they, uh, they had a the great... The sisters were there, too. I thought they were cute. I, I liked them, but uh, they didn't have the impact either. When I listened to the Andrew sisters, boy, it's all there. They, they put their heart and soul into it. And even it was... though they personally, you know, squabbled a bit, whatever, but on stage and uh, on these recordings, they just put it all together. It was interesting listening to the song they did with Nelson Riddle. It reminded me of a song, John Roy might remember this, Jack Haley did a guest shot on Fred Allen, and he sang about the salesman. And the rhythm uh-huh. of that song and this one are so uh, familiar. I, I, well, it, it's, uh, it's just uncanny for some reason why I just... I have to go out, go out and pull that out and maybe send that to you for similarity. But it's just uh, it's an interesting rhythm that that particular song you played with Nelson Riddle. Well, you know, it's funny. I I knew Nelson Riddle primarily because of what he did with Sinatra, and particularly the the swinging albums, the Swinging yeah. Affair, and songs for swinging lovers, and so on, and. And uh, that that was a wonderful sound, and I was so surprised when I'd hear Nelson with a quite a totally different background. Uh, you know, the couple of things he did with Bing Crosby, uh, totally different. Uh, this one, uh, I would not have taken that to be Nelson Riddle, you know, at all. But yeah. it was a great, uh, it was an absolutely great uh, backing for him on this particular song. Yeah, uh, there was a wonderful biography of him that uh, came out uh, a decade or so ago, uh, which I got into. Uh, because I didn't know that much about him, really, other than what, I, I what think was, his uh, son. I think I think Nelson Russell's son is around. It's somebody on my to bucket list. I probably should try to track down, see if we get him on the show. I think his son, for a while, continues his le- dad's legacy, if I recall. You know, trying to keep the uh, Nelson Riddle name out there. So there you go, Perry Huntoon, Walden, and John, and myself. The Andrews Sisters from November 14, 2021. Next month, the final part in our Andrews Sisters salute. And next week on Same Time, Same Station, it's Disney Part 2. So join us then on Same Time, Same Station.